the Info Arcade is a completely fan-produced show of the fan-controlled sports and entertainment network. The first ever open-source professional sports league controlled entirely by you, the fans. If you'd like to watch live, tune into our Twitch, YouTube, or social media channels every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. Now, it's time for the Info Arcade with Jaden Stanley. What is going on, everybody? Welcome and I am your host, Jaden Stanley, alongside my incredible co-host, Freddie Airmail. How are you, sir? I'm and, doing all right. And of course, the king himself, AJ Kaw. Hello. How are we doing, fellas? We doing all right? Yeah. A little tired. A little yeah. Sleepy. Yeah. You're staying up late playing Diablo. Let's be honest. That's probably what it is. Yeah. 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 That's what I was doing. Yeah. We will we will be talking of some Diablo uh, later tonight for all you gamers in the house. Uh, but we got a lot of news, and before we get to that, though, let's just talk to everyone about what this show is. If this is your first time here, welcome. Uh, thank you for everyone who's joining us live over on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch.tv, and Twitter. We are so excited to have you guys here on the show. This is the Info Arcade Show, where each and every Tuesday night at 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific, we run you through the sports and entertainment news you need to know about. You can always catch us live here over on Twitch. You can chat with us, like Peanut, Ruthless Cutie, and I even saw Jay Spacely, a wild Jay Spacely over in the chat. So um, hello to all of you guys joining us, BC Lion as well. Good to see you all. And if you miss us live, you can also check us out on podcast services around the globe or watch us on demand over on YouTube. Our uh, channel there is packed full of great shows and content, so make sure you check that out. But guys, we have a lot to talk about tonight. We're going to go ahead and hit it off with our first up topic with a special guest. So let's get right into it. And let's go with this topic. It's been all over Twitter, all over ESPN. It's it's quite the topic. It's not a, something that we typically would talk about here on the channel in terms of the sports. Not something that gets a lot of coverage here at Infocade. So we wanted to bring in someone from the network that we consider to be, I would say, a resident expert of the great game of golf. That's right. We're bringing on the one and only Josh Makuga to the show. Everybody say what's up to Josh Makuga. Hey, hey. Four. Four. Oh, that was for you, AJ. That one was for you. Trying to wake yeah. you up a bit, bud. Come on. Yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> watch out. Uh, honestly, I've got us. Yeah, we're so excited to have you here on the show. And mm -hmm. can I just say that your intro is perfect because that's exactly the kind of heads up I wish we would have gotten. Before we saw this massive headline hit news today, guys, uh, PGA Tour is basically doing a merger with DP World Tour and Live Golf in a so stunning and surprising, just like reverse story. Like, this is like the craziest bomb in sports news. Like, it just went completely backwards with what we've been hearing over the past two years, and now to see this result. So, again, joining us. The resident golf expert Josh Bakuga, tell us your take. Tell us, and this, everyone watching at home, like what is happening? This is wild. This is um, okay. So, imagine, imagine like you told your parents 
hey, I'm going to go out with my friends. And they're like, well, we hate your friends. And you're like, yeah, okay. I'm not going to go out with them ever again. Don't worry. I've made new friends. Everything is fine. And then you come, then they come home and all of your friends have trashed their house. Like this is what Jay Monahan just did. All of these guys that were offered millions and millions of dollars to go to live and said, no, I'm staying loyal to the PGA tour, stuck loyal to the PGA tour while their peers went over there and didn't make like a couple of million dollars. Yeah. Bill Mickelson got paid $250 million plus his tab at Caesars. Okay. Uh, Bryson DeChambeau, 175 mil. Brooks Kepka, $200 million. Now the PGA Tour is like, you know what? Guys, come on back. Okay. Yeah. We're going to take all of the Saudis' money as well. Forget all of our golfers that stayed lawyer. We don't care. We don't, yeah. we, we don't care. If, if you're back. a huge basketball fan, this is the equivalent of, of basically the NBA teams coming together and say, you know what? We're going to go start our own league. We're going to go do our own thing. And no, then no, 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 Jaden. It's like if the Saudis bought the best NBA players, had yeah. them play so for them, come play other for guys stayed, le- stayed loyal, and then yeah. they, the NBA took the Saudis' money and brought them back. Yeah, the NBA is like, you know what? We're just, we'll just bring you back over here. Come on. Yeah. Come on. It's it, it's baffling. And the, the PGA Tour is supposed to be run by the players. It's a player-run organization. Okay. Right. They're, they're all they're through their player agency. Yeah. They're all 1099 mm-hmm. employees. They're independent contractors. This is the first year that uh, they're, they, they've even got like a base salary just to like help pay their caddies and pay their travel and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Okay. This is the first year. That, and, and Liv basically pushed that envelope. And now they're saying that all of that money, all of that stuff that we said about Liv and all of like the atrocities that the Saudis and then Jay Monahan doesn't tell the players and he goes on CNBC with the guy that he is insulted for a year. Yeah. Like hugging, shaking hands. We had lunch. We played golf. It was perfect. And then they're together now. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's crazy. It is the the ultimate like stab in the back to uh, the people who have been on your team, who have been on your side, they said, look, we believed in what the PGA Tour has done for us in our careers all of these years. And so now we are going to stay loyal to you. We are going to give you our devotion. No money can get us to move away from what you guys have done for us in our careers to bring us to this point. We're going to stay loyal. And then they'd be like, oh, by the way, the league that you just stayed loyal to, yeah, they just went over there to those guys that stabbed you as players in the back, stabbed your league in the back, and they rewarded them by letting them go off and get a payday and come back with no questions asked, no punishment. Like, we don't know the full details of how this is going to shake out, but I can tell you it's not good. It's, it's, uh, here's the thing for golf fans, it's great. Yeah. Uh, we finally get all the guys back in one place and we might actually get a team aspect to golf, which I've been, I mean, I think is the only way you have to have some kind of team aspect going forward. I want it to be like F1. I want a constructor series with like ping, you know, Nike, Titleist, TaylorMade, all the major club makers. Everybody has a team and you start different players sort of like you would on a DraftKings and you have a constructor series with golf. Yeah, uh, which is what Liv was trying to do. Instead, they had like some silly names and awful logos. Kind of looks like they just had AI design logos for their teams. Uh, I mean, I would like to hear Freddie and AJ's take on this whole thing. I know they're not golfers, but they've at least got an opinion. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Go ahead, uh, one of you guys. Take it away. 
I mean, the comparison you guys made, if like, let's say Saudis made another league and bought all the NBA players, and then the NBA was like, you know what? Screw our own NBA players. Let's go grab the other guys back. I think that's fair. Like, genuinely. I mean, like, imagine when you put it in that situation, imagine LeBron James leaving to go to China just because China's paying people better. I mean, you can't blame them. I wouldn't be nope. upset. So no. just make the NBA better. That's kind of my my mentality. And, you know. If I mean, he saw the writing on the wall, it. right, AJ? Like, he saw yeah. the writing in the sense that, first of all, the legal fees were going through the roof. Uh, golf was split. Smart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Listen. It's business, business, baby. Business. Hey. And if you think for one second, yes, the Saudis, the atrocities, all that kind of stuff, everybody's going to say what they want in the press. But guess what? Every entity that you work for, everything that you do in your life is touched by Saudi money. It is. Everything. Like NFT money now. NFT. It's all, all of it. All the every all, all, all the oil, every sport, every channel you watch, everything has the Saudi investment in it. It's true. Yeah. But what does this say for the precedent of other sports? Do we start to see similar things happen? What do you mean? It's even more yeah, it's already there. It's already yeah. there. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're seeing. I know we're seeing it in European soccer, and and there's so such buy-in from from Zotties in the team Look, and things like that. Formula what? One, IPL, yeah, uh, English Premier League soccer. AJ, go on. You can rip it up. Wrestling, yeah, yep. wrestling. Even the NFL, if you think about it, there's still connections to certain teams back to Saudi money. So, like, yeah, all yeah. over, man. It's true. Freddie, yeah. what was your take on um, this whole apocalypse of golf? Well, first of all, I'm not going to throw uh, accusations of uh, silly logos and silly team names at anyone. when We've been getting that <laughs> in our direction at, at FCF for a long time. Come on, those are fan-made. They are all 100% genuine and amazing. Okay, okay, it's fine when we do it. But but with this whole thing, you know, if I I had reason to assume that, you know, the PGA players were involved in it and there was this sort of negotiation where, you know, they kind of tried to resolve the issues that the guys who went over to live had, which was that they weren't getting paid enough. And if I if I thought that this was supposed to be sort of a reconciliation of all those issues, I might not have such a problem, but seeing that a lot of the players on the PGA learned about this from Twitter. Correct. It, That's you know, the big issue. It's like, you know, breaking up via text, except there's millions of dollars on the line as well. <laughs> it's like your parents getting divorced and you finding out via Twitter. Yeah. And it's you've like, been written wow. out of the will. Yeah. Okay, well, <laughs> you know, I, I had somewhat of a similar experience. My old band got back together for a reunion show, and I found out via Twitter, and a lot of people asked me if I was involved, and I said no. So, you know, I get it. It's a weird okay. feeling, but... Sure, yeah. <laughs> when, one of the things that just is probably the most stunning and shocking like revelation that I've uncovered through this news story is that, from rumors and speculation, is that Live golf was struggling, like rumors and speculation. It was like, struggling. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Nobody so like, Liv, was watching. Live, live is tanking so hard, and all the PGA players that stay loyal are like, okay, if anything, that that they got their comeuppance. They got what was coming to them. We're safe. We're continuing this, and now to see them being dug out 
from literally almost drowning in the water. Like just well, there, they were neck deep in it. The Saudis they, they had no gonna, idea. This, yeah, they weren't going to live for much Norman. longer. Yeah, correct. And the Saudis knew. I mean, they poured billions of dollars into this, which is a, again a drop in the bucket for the Saudis, right? Um, and so they, I mean, they saw the writing on the wall. So I'm sure they went to Jay Monahan. They were like, "We bury this legal battle because they were spending millions in legal fees." And again, the PGA Tour doesn't have the same amount of money that the Saudis do. Clearly. But it's not like they're hurting for money. Right. The thing that people don't understand, and the, probably the biggest news of all this, is that the Saudis now own a major sports league in the United States. They own part of it, but they are still a major owner of the league, not just a team, not just the some league, players. The league itself. The league itself. So you went yeah. from, you know, the PGA Tour is a nonprofit entity that donates a ton of their money to charity. Okay. Yeah. And they, and they, Un regulate under a 501c that's that's a non-profit organization now they're going to have that non-profit organization and also have a for-profit portion portion that the pif is investing in what does that look like how does that pan out no do the knows. players get paid a we'll lot more out. yeah you know it's a it's a wild time in the world of golf it's like wrestling but not as crappy yeah yep of course <laughs> that you was mean. for you aj that was for you buddy <laughs> with with more so realistic storylines. Which, story is which of these three leagues is the AEW? That's my question. The AEW of golf. Uh, I would say, I mean, AEW is probably doing 30 times the numbers that Live Golf was. AEW <laughs> <which> is... <laughs> just sold out the like a big arena in England. So yeah, that's wild. What? Yeah. Where is AEW still independent, or is it part of WWE now? It's still independent. It's never, yeah. It, uh, there's supposed rumors that they uh, like signed a like billion dollar deal with Warner Brothers for Whoa, streaming wow. rights. So, who knows? Yeah. We'll see where I that see, goes. I see them over on Max streaming services. Right. Yeah. That's yeah, that's that's like knows. people hoping right now. So, it, what's the better league now, AJ? Uh, <laughs> as far as what. Uh, what do you what do you exactly. looking for? I don't. I have no idea how wrestling works. Uh, is well, it talent? Is it? It it really depends. Like, there's uh the obvious choice of like exposure. If yeah. you really want like to be a household name, quote unquote, and to move on to be like a movie star, everybody would say WWE. But for the average wrestler and fan, AEW is proven to be the new like up and coming league, especially because they give uh younger talent especially indie stars opportunities in their other shows since Tony Khan bought ring of honor that's turned more into a like indie promotion, which is kind of cool. Um, but yeah, it just depends on what you want. If you want good storylines and good wrestling, you go to AEW. If you want to see big bulky dudes, like beating on smaller dudes, you go to WWE, mm. but you'll see the next John Cena or like Dave Batista there. Probably. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Interesting. We, uh, we have a whole channel for uh, Wrestling Smackdown in the Discord now. Oh, it's been uh, I got that nice, bad. Nice plug. Uh, yeah. I think that I think that uh, you know when we all get back together at some point, AJ, you and I are going to find a ring and really wrestle it out, bud. Really, just fake wrestle it out. I would. I, I would mean, that'd be funny. They're gonna. You joke, but there's actually a place called the Nightmare Academy in uh, Atlanta that we can go to, and I know a couple of the like trainers, so we can like okay. set up some cameras and Time show out. people what actually. Let me tell you, they this used to call me like... the Nightmare in high school. 
They this did. sounds like prime FC TV content. So yeah. we're just going to need to like talk about all this hush hush behind closed doors as oh, to yeah. not spoil or give anything away. But that's got to happen. It's it's definitely <laughs> got to happen. So, well, hey, uh, Josh, thank you so much for all you do. Thank you for coming on the show. Of course, uh, gentlemen. Just real quick. I mean, we couldn't think of anybody else to come talk about golf. So had to we bring couldn't him. think of anybody know, who look, likes look. golf. So, you know. Hey, oh, you know what? Oh. DJ? I'm bringing a golf club to our match and I'm wrapping it across your back. It'll be a plastic one from like Rosie's collection, but you get it. You get it. Nice. As a question yeah. for Josh before he goes. All right, Freddie, hit me. How much of the show yesterday would this have taken up if news had broken like 24 hours? Oh, I think Leighton would have cut me off into it. Uh, <laughs> but don't you worry. One of these days Good we're going to have a golf only show on the channel and you and maybe one person will watch but i will take that one person it'll probably be my mom because she loves me so much you know uh I, i'm gonna take i'm gonna take that small audience of golf and we're gonna grow and we're gonna grow until fan controlled golf is a reality guys just just you wait just what, what do you what would you even call this show Big Par hope. for the course Big hope. no that's already been done i i want to do a i want to do a, a show called 54 hole lead which is like 54 important golf questions i wrote and then an 18 hole rapid fire so it's like it's it's a, a structured show about golf, trying to get as many questions as I can. So it doesn't just ramble a little bit and everybody, you get a little piece of everything, you know? Yeah. It's uh, good. We'll, you know, we'll go from there. Yeah. All right. Yeah. A little, little sneak peek from Josh. Anyway, thank you so much, Josh. We appreciate Bye, you. Have a great night. Big hugs. Yes, sir. Yeah. All right. Always good. See, there's, there's so many better, like, names for a show based on golf like foreplay or like you know just come on yeah. there's just or so the many birdie man. song or bogeyman that's a good one the yeah bogeyman? yeah i like that yeah um, not a good name for a team but uh for a show with josh why not yeah you could totally the do it boogeyman i'm sorry sorry that's bad <laughs> Jay Spacely says, oh, crap, Josh is still around. Of course he's still around. He's running everything behind the scenes like a puppeteer like this. And uh, you can also catch him every single week on Monday. You can catch him on Back to Work uh, at a new showtime, 6 p.m. Eastern. Uh, you can catch him over there on Back to Work. And you can also check him out on the Fake Control Show every now and then on a Thursday. So, Make sure you tune in for that. Uh, we're going to go ahead and continue on with our next topic. Uh, NBA Finals are live and underway. We are only two games in. It's tied up. Much to my surprise, it is tied up. Uh, the Nuggets uh, basically let a lead go last night, or two nights ago, I should say. The Heat were able to come back. They play again, uh, I think, tomorrow for game three. Um, how? What are your, like, your thoughts on this, like, Everyone was saying that the Heat were kind of like the underdogs going into this. And then uh, Jokic said in an interview, he's like, there are no underdogs in the NBA Finals. And we saw actually just that in, in game two. Um, any takeaways from you gentlemen on NBA and how we're doing in this finals matchup? I mean, I'm genuinely surprised we didn't see the sweep broom pop out again, if I'm being completely honest. Um, yeah. I... I'm glad that it's more of a, uh, you know, kind of a battle between the two. But I, I think he's right. You're not going to see any, like, uh, like bad team in the playoffs. So I'm glad it's turned out this way. I wasn't expecting it. You know, I still think, like, you know, Nuggets in five. But, hey, I'm glad. I'm glad it's not just a sweep. 
because that that would have been boring. Nobody I, likes. I think it goes to game six. I, think it goes I, game I don't. Six. Yeah. I don't. But... You think it's a gentleman sweep at this yeah. point? Uh, yeah. It's it's going to be interesting now because uh, as someone pointed out, I think on ESPN over the last couple of days, it's now essentially a five game series where Miami now has home court advantage. They have three of the five games at home. And so uh, if they can, you know, if they can keep doing well when the games are at them, then they don't really have, they don't have to steal another game from Denver in Denver. Um, I I think it's a good, they really have to capitalize at home. Oh yeah. Um, It's a good thing that Jokic has the mentality that he has, or at least that he's espousing that there aren't underdogs. You, you can't just, coast based on you know having been the one seed in this tournament while the other team is the eight seed you know they're 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 at this point in the in the thing for a reason you know um so it's a good mentality that you can't just coast along based on what you've done already you had to keep doing that in order to achieve the greatness that they're seeking for the first time in franchise history yeah. Um, who who do you guys think uh gets mvp in the finals you think jokic has it already in the bag yeah, I'd be I'd be pretty shocked if he did it. Uh, Jamal Murray is playing out of his mind, but you know if it's not him and the Heat win it, it's got to be Jimmy B. So if the Heat win it, it's yeah. Jimmy B. No matter what. Yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, those, those sound it, right. It's hard uh, to argue against Joker. I don't know what's going to happen in uh, Canadian Soccer Championship, whatever that BC Lion brought up, because I don't I haven't tuned into that at all but uh canadian club championship vancouver versus montreal let me tell you no one knows because no one outside of canada has been paying attention i'm sorry yeah Yeah. Um, i just watched the vancouver whitecaps and mls get spanked by my st louis city two weeks ago so i mean i'm i'm pretty high on uh the bc lions this year Uh, i think the quarterback that they have is going to do pretty well in, in replacing the quarterback that they just lost to the Jaguars. But yeah, uh, that's, that's what I know about Canada right now. Yeah. Oh, Canada. And the wild uh, fighters. Deanna Aller over on uh, YouTube says, is Johnny going to play? If you're talking about FCF, I mean, there's no telling if Johnny's going to play. I mean, that man's a wild card. He could, he could, he could like show up in the fourth quarter and like totally like play or not. He might just be he is, hanging out on the sideline. You never know with that guy. Like, he's the wildest of cards. Um, back to uh, this. Another comment here from Peanut says, let's talk about another championship here, the NHL. Stanley Cup happening. Golden Knights are up 2-0 over the Florida Panthers. Two games to none. Do we see a clean sweep there from the Golden Knights of Vegas? Or do we see the Panthers making a comeback here? What what? What do we see happening over in NHL real quick before we move on? Uh, another gentleman sweep, man. Yeah. Yeah, five Just games. Because. That's what yeah, I, I mean, I think the Knights have it in them to like actually sweep them. They're, they're the better team, obviously. If you watch the games, they're clearly hand like hand and over foot, the better team skill and every wise. But you just can't give it to them that easily. Uh, the You know... Like like we talked about earlier, there's a reason why they're in the playoffs. There's a reason why they're in the finals. And yeah. Florida Panthers have good players, have a good team. They did well over this past season. Uh, but uh, just, I don't know. 
Yeah. Hard to not expect Vegas to sweep them. So I'm going to give them a gentleman sweep. That, that's how I'm thinking. Fair enough. Uh, Florida, Florida could grab another game here. They've got the next two games at home. I'm not sure if NHL does a 2-3-2 playoff still. Um, but, you know, they are there for a reason, but it, it does seem like Vegas is separating themselves by even more than uh, it looked like they were going to going into this championship round. Yep. Uh, what the bombs says, how many people actually watch the, uh, games of the FCF? And there's another uh, comment above we, that. We, yeah, I saw that one. Uh, I, I can't answer the first one. I can only answer the second one. Uh, we were getting a million viewers, uh, unique viewers every match weekend. Um, so that's where, where we were at. So, uh, can't wait for next season. Can't wait to see those numbers pump back up. Maybe bring back the post game show. That was probably some of the mm-hmm. most fun I had, AJ. So we did the post game show. I know you were busy running around with a camera all day, and it was chaotic. But that was so much fun. Whenever you get to hop on and do that, I mean, I enjoyed it. I just I feel like most of the people enjoyed just the chaos that was my corner of the screen because you guys <laughs> had running? a show going on, and <laughs> I had my own show going <laughs> on. It was like you running or you hopping in an SUV like back to the team hotel, like. There was, there was no telling what was happening. Yeah, it's it's like an action show within a show, but first person, well, selfie perspective. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was pretty great. Uh, all right, moving on to our next topic, NBA Finals. We think it is pretty much again. I I I, I think the Nuggets are gonna pull it off in six. Uh, AJ, you're saying gentlemen sweep. Freddie, what are you saying? I'm saying four or five. Uh. uh I think well, it can't be four because uh so it's gotta be five, is what oh. you're saying? Oh, are we talking are we back to basketball? Uh ba- basketball, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, no. Um I think it could go to seven. Um I'm not okay. really sure which way it goes, you know. I mean if it goes to seven, that's it that means it's so you're saying close all the way. way. I'll say yes. it goes to seven. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say who wins that final game. Um, fair enough. But Fair enough. Well, hey, let's change gears. Let's shift topics here a little bit. We are going to talk NFL. It's been a minute since we talked about NFL uh, here on the channel. But, you know, we've we've it's been like a month or so since the draft. We've kind of seen some some, you know, free agency deals, some some, uh, you know, roster resigns and uh, deal extensions and things like that happening across the league. And so we're starting to get a clearer picture of who's going to be on what team. And with that said, I want us to like dive through all of the NFL divisions and pick who we think is going to win the division and who we think is going to run her up. You guys, uh, you guys game for that? So we're going to start in the, uh, the AFC. We're going to start in the AFC, AFC East. We're going to go East to West here. Uh, Bills, Dolphins, Patriots, and Jets. Um, you know, all the all the speculation with the Jets and Aaron Rodgers and, and then the Patriots, Dolphins, the Bills. Like, what are we seeing here? Do we see similar outcome? I'll start with you, Freddie. Who is your uh, first pick? Who is your champion uh, for that uh, that division? For my champion of that division, I'm going to go with the Bills. Uh, the yep. Buffalo Bills, I think, are still going to be pretty good as they have been over the last few years. Maybe still not necessarily getting over the hump of making a deep playoff run or you know, winning as many games as as some of their yeah. big wins would have you think. Um, but I, I still think they're going to be 
probably the best team in this division. Uh, who's your runner up? My runner up. So I, I almost want to buy into the Jets hype as much as I think some people are, but I'm kind of pumping the brakes. You know, there have been other teams before where you get all this talent assembled and it just doesn't come together all right away. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to say the Dolphins are my second place team here. Okay. So a repeat of last season is what you're thinking. Yeah. Good, good, good picks there. AJ, AFC East. Uh, I'm going to go Bills. Bills, runner up. Dolphins. Okay. I am going to go easy. Bills. Um, and I would say Dolphins. I just, I just question what they're going to be able to do. I don't know how Tua is going to do, um, what his status is going to be. I feel like he's just going to continue to be on the IR on and off throughout the season, which does give me a lot of hope in the Dolphins. I, I am going to buy a little bit into the Jets hype. But I still don't think it's enough. I think the Patriots actually are my number two. Okay. What? Okay. What are the Patriots bringing to make you think that they're number two? Because to me, they're bringing a boatload of nothing. I mean, I think the Dolphins are in an interesting predicament. I don't think they're going to repeat and do as well as last season. Um, And I don't think the Jets are going to be able to, to be... I think Jets are going to Jets. That's what I think. So that leaves the Patriots. I'm going with Patriots. See, the Patriots to me are the bottom of that division. I feel like they have nothing to look forward to, nothing good. We'll the only see. thing they can hang their hat on is Belichick. Yep. Does, but, doesn't sound like yep. Info necessarily has a, a good second place. Team. I don't have a reason. It's no, just it a gut feeling. It's, 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 it's just a gut feeling. All right, let's move on to the AFC North. Bengals, Ravens, Steelers, Browns. AJ, you start us off. Who is your winner and runner-up for the AFC North? Hmm. Hmm. I gotta. I'm gonna say the Bengals. Obviously, I think Burrow's still got it in him. I think that team is still consistent enough for, to be the number one. Number two is what's giving me pause because I want to say the Browns. The Browns have the makeup to be a good number two for that, but I think I'm gonna go Baltimore. I think okay. I'm going to go Baltimore. Yeah. I'm going Baltimore number one. I think Lamar Jackson signing with OBJ. I think it's just a recipe for success in Baltimore. I think, you're I think, I think, I think Joe Burrow is going to do good, but not as good as Ravens. So hmm. Bengals are my number two. Freddie. Okay. Um, this one's tough because this has been a division really ever since the Browns climbed out of the basement once they got Baker Mayfield and then beyond that. This has been a division where the last place team has consistently been at like six, seven, and eight, eight wins. There, there hasn't really been a, a truly terrible team in this division for a while. Um, so uh, I think it might be close. I think the, the division winner might not have as many wins as you'd expect at a division. It'll winner, be a tighter division a is what you're team. saying. Yeah, yeah, it'll be tight. Um, I'm 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 picking the Bengals to be top, um, and then I think the Ravens are are starting to put enough around Lamar Jackson. He seems to be happy enough with with the new situation with the new deal, yeah. um, and you know I, I think they can at least get second. Maybe maybe that propels them all the way up to first. Now here's uh, my thing: you guys both put Ravens at number two, and you know what? Like I respect that opinion. But remember, the Ravens were without Lamar Jackson like half of, or, or the latter half of the season, I should say. 
uh, because of an injury and honestly probably a player protest. Like the dude didn't want to go back out and play. Um, and they still finished second with a 10-7 and seven record without Lamar, which means they've got a solid team. So you add Lamar, you add in guys like OBJ and other weapons, I think they got what it takes to go to the top. Just something to consider. Either way, it's only June. It's true. Ah, man, I'm ready for football season. All right, AFC South, I'll start this one off. We've got the Jaguars, Titans, Colts, and Texans. This is the one that, to me, in the AFC is the most like interesting because there's way more changes happening in the AFC South, and rightfully so, because it's a disaster across the board. Their best team went 9-8 and eight last season, like barely above 50%, um, and that was the Jaguars. I still think the Jaguars stay up top, but the question is, who's going to be in the number two spot, Titans, Colts, or the Texans? And to be honest with you, I gotta go. I gotta go with the Tennessee Titans. I, that's that's where I'm at. Um, but I'm I, I still like to me. This is the biggest wild card division in the entire AFC. Uh, Freddie, what's your take? So I'm gonna take the Jaguars at the top, even though they did only go nine and eight. They finished strong to end the season, at least the regular season. Um, and if they had been you know a top three seed in in the AFC, they could have maybe made a deeper run if they had had more home games um like you like you were saying though that the second place pick is is a tough one and you know this might be the one this might be a division again where you only get one playoff team um i'm gonna go out on a limb and i'm gonna pick team from my home state the indianapolis colts um all right what we're what we're hearing out of camp is that anthony richardson has looked a lot less raw than people were saying he was going to be heading into the nfl it sounds like he might actually have a chance to start at the start of the season rather than uh, handing things over to Gardner Minshew for at least a little bit. And I'm not, I'm not necessarily saying that he's going to, you know, do better than a rookie should be expected to do, Hmm. but that might at least get the Colts too. you know, eight wins might be enough to get second in this division. Um, So that's what I'm going to do. All right. Um, AJ, who's your pick? This is just a boatload of ick. It really is. It really is. I mean, you got the king, so I'm gonna go with Titans and then Jags. Titans, Jags. Okay. I don't know. That's like a. That's just a terrible division. It really is. It's pretty bad. Unlike this division, the AFC West is uh also a toss up. Uh, except for the fact that I think the Chiefs are definitely number one. It doesn't matter who else is there. Chiefs are number one. I'm going to say Chargers are number two again. I don't think the Broncos are making enough moves to make a difference, and the Raiders have yet to prove themselves. Um, I know they made a lot of staff changes and managerial changes and and things like that uh, in Vegas, but I can't bet on the Raiders. To me, the Chargers are scary in this division. They had some incredible pickups in the draft, um, and they re-signed our boy, uh, you know, and so bringing him back at the running back position, you know, Eckler is one of the best uh, receiving targets from the backfield in the NFL. Um, and so, I don't know. I think I think uh, it's going to be Chiefs Chargers. That's my pick. Uh, AJ, we'll shake it up and go with you second on this one. Go around the horn the other way. Uh, what do you think for the AFC West? 
AFC West. Nah, I gotta think of who's in the West. Give me a second. Give me a second. I gotta. I know. I know. And I know. It's Broncos, Kansas City, Raiders, Chargers. Uh, Kansas City number one. Obviously, Raiders terrible, Broncos terrible, Chargers terrible. Uh, number two, that's the toss up for me. Um, ah, I'm gonna say Chargers. I'm gonna say Chargers. Why? Because they got the good old UGA quarterback on the draft for them. So just because I like him, they're gonna they're gonna do better. That, that's, that's that's the Rams. Other yeah, LA don't team. Tell me that. Don't tell me that. Don't tell me that. Chargers got Jaden's guy. Chargers got Duggan. Yeah, Chargers uh, picked up Max Duggan as the as uh, back quarterback. The other uh, national championship a, game QB. Got yeah. They also had an incre- impressive yeah. pickup at what receiver too in Johnson. I still don't like any of those teams, and I don't pay attention to any of them. So they're all bad. Okay, I'm fair still enough. Going to say the Chargers. Freddie, who's your pick here? I'm with you guys. I think all the way down, Chiefs and Chargers as my one and two. Uh, I think okay. Russell Wilson and the Broncos can have a bounce back year, but it'll still be tough to break into the top two here. And I don't know what the Raiders are going to do with with Jimmy G possibly not even seeing the field this year. Um, Gina, based on based on what's going on with his injury being a lot worse than it than he yeah. made it out to be, I guess. Um, yeah, they're, they, they're, they're literally facing, having a meltdown at, at the QB position. I, I, I know Las Peanut Vegas. wants to speak it into existence, but uh, I just don't happen. see it this time. They're going to have to make a trade for somebody, I think, to make it happen. Or they start yeah. Brian Hoyer. Or they just, you know, give up. Or they just move on. Just tank again. Yeah. Or they call up a. What's Jamarcus Russell doing these days? I, I couldn't tell you. Uh, let's go over to the NFC East. Super Bowl runner-up Eagles against the Cowboys, the Giants, and the Commanders. Again, this was the division to watch in football last year, especially in the NFC. Um, it was very competitive. Even the Giants, who were a 9-7, and seven, still, they lost a lot of very close games. They were highly competitive. Uh, they just lost games in the final minutes. And the Giants are looking like a very strong force going into this season. Um, re-signing their quarterback. Um, you know, they have a lot of faith and confidence in where they're going. Uh, the Commanders as well, like they're trying to make some moves. They're trying uh, to be a winning team. Um, but no one went negative. Everyone was a, a over 50% team. Uh, who do you guys have? Freddie, I'll let you go first on this one. NFC East, who you got? Oh, yeah, this this is a tough one. Um, I think I'm going to go basically the same order as last year. So I, I have the Eagles at the top mm-hmm. um, by, by a pretty big margin, bigger than last year, I think. I still have the Cowboys at two. I know a lot of people are doubting them. I think Dak can have a bounce back year. You know, I, I, I think yeah. – that that hand injury that he had last year, I'm not I'm not sure if he was totally recovered from it when when they when he was pressed back into action. Um, but the Giants can easily challenge for that. I think last year was kind of a year where Daniel Jones slowly regained his confidence in his abilities, and you know now with now with a whole year and a whole off season with that in mind, and then even the Commanders are going to be 
you know, a, a tough out with, uh, with Eric Bieniemy as their OC. Now, I think he's going to get a lot out of Sam Howell. Uh, we saw him take down the Cowboys when they needed to win at the end of the regular season last year. Uh, but I've got Philly and Dallas as my one and two. I okay. mean, yeah, pretty, pr- pretty much the same, uh, Philly for obvious reasons, number one, but it's hard to really pick, a a number two, you know, um, mm-hmm ball are pretty bad but you got to give it to the cowboys being a little better than the rest at being bad but less bad i guess they're less bad uh jalen hurts and the eagles they really showed me something uh last year i was super impressed by them i think they're gonna make another run for a super bowl contender this year uh so eagles number one cowboys uh i think are number two but um yeah who knows, man? NFC East, the whole door could be blown wide open. Uh, going to the north, the great white north of the NFC, the Vikings, the Lions, the Packers, and the 3-14 and 14 last, last year Bears. Uh, oof. The Bears in Chicago have a lot of work to do. Um, I personally think that the Lions, this is their year. I think the Lions are going to go number one this year. Bikes number two. That's it. Freddie. Uh, AJ, what do you think? No, I think Vikings probably number one. I don't want to say Lions. I like Kirk Kirk Cousins, but is that guy going to retire? He's getting up there, man. I mean, all so, of these teams are bad too. There's no, there's very few good teams in the NFL. I'm starting to realize, you know, outside of that big top six that I had last year, there was the top six teams that really separated themselves from the rest of the pack for yeah. a lot of the, the latter half of last season. I had the Lions at seven based on not their record, but how they were performing at that point. Um, and I'm, I'm willing to carry that into, uh, this year, I think they, I think they can win the division, and I don't think that the Vikings can count on going eleven and zero in one score games again. Um, and so, I think they're going to regress. They are, I think, the first twenty twenty two division champion that I don't have in my top two. I'm going to go with the Packers, but it's, it's, it's kind of a low confidence. We had to see how the transition with Jordan Love works out. Um, yeah. All right, so there it is. Uh, Buccaneers, Panthers, Saints, or Falcons? Who is taking the NFC South? This was a close division. Bucks uh, were eight and nine, and then everybody else was seven and ten. So I mean, like, pretty evenly split across the board. Uh, so I think it's anyone's anyone's team. But the question is this: Is Baker Mayfield enough to fill those Tom Brady sized shoes in Tampa Bay? No. Well, uh, they they have a lot more shoes to fill than just Brady's. They have it's a true. lot of holes there. No, so true. I don't think I don't think you know he's only got two feet. There's there's a lot of shoes to fill. Um, I I, I have a feeling AJ might want to say the Falcons here. Um, he's a believer. I, I feel like I feel like they can make a run for it. Um, but I I think the Saints probably have the best quarterback situation out of out of kind of a, a low bar in this division. I think Derek Carr has more in him than 
we we saw with the Raiders at, at the end of last year. So I'm going to go with the Saints to win the division, but you know they might only do it with nine or ten wins. Uh, and then I'm going to go with the Panthers second. But it, it should be a tight battle with those two and the Falcons. I think, yeah, I think it's Saints Falcons is my, is my pick. Uh, I don't know. I, I can't see the Panthers going number two. I just can't. And the Buccaneers, I don't see breaking third. I think they're going to stay at third. I don't, I don't know. Um, I mean, to me, it's Saints or Falcons, give or take. Like either one could be first, either one could be second, but those two are my top two. That's my call. AJ. Uh, Falcons number one. Uh, I, I, you guys aren't giving Desmond Ritter the uh, love and respect he deserves. He is the man who retired Tom Brady. He sent him into the postseason with a loss, and that loss continued on. Uh, yeah, they're a young team, and they also got Bijan. Man, the guy is literally probably the best player that came out of that draft. Uh, the team was already great to begin with on running. So uh, to add another situation like this just makes it easier and better. Uh, yeah, Falcons all day, baby. Uh, maybe Saints just because they got a veteran in car. But I don't even think the Saints are that much better than everybody else like you guys do. Uh, so yeah. I'll stay Falcons Saints. I think the reason Carr works for the Saints is the same reason that Drew Brees worked for the Saints. I just feel like that organization just does really good with veteran quarterbacks. That's what, to me, that was the only reason I gave the Saints as much equity with uh, Derek Carr as I did. It's just because I look at the example of Brees. Um, but, I mean, every quarterback's different. So we'll, we'll see. Um, okay, yeah. NFC West, our final division before we move on topics. Uh, this one, to me, is is going to be very different from last year in terms of how well it performs. Overall, this uh, division was kind of atrocious on the bottom half. Uh, Cardinals went 4-13, and Rams went 5-12. and I think the Rams do a lot better this year. They're not as in, they don't have as many injuries that they're working with. And I do think this is Sean McVay's last year as a head coach of the Rams. That's just what I'm predicting. Um, I think that the, the Rams are going to actually uh, do very well this season, but I don't think they're going to do better than the 49ers. Uh, sorry, Jose Ruckus, if you're watching, but your Seahawks are going to be third in this division. 49ers, number one, Rams, number two. Okay. I, I still have confidence in the Seahawks. Um, I, I have the, the 49ers at, at, at the top. Um, I, I still think the Seahawks can be the second best team, especially, you know, we want to see where Geno Smith goes from here. You know, he was written off going into last year and we all know he didn't write back uh, except in his actions on the field. Um, and I, I think they can sustain it. I don't think we're going to see like a, a Ryan Tannehill-esque trajectory where he has the one good comeback season and then kind of trails off. Yeah. Um, mm. So for now, I have the Seahawks at two and the Rams at three. And the Cardinals are shooting for number one draft pick. Yeah, sounds about right. AJ. Uh, I mean, pretty much the same thing as Freddie. Yeah, I mean, the Cardinals, nah, 
Yeah, yeah, same thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this I'm, is a, I, another one of those divisions where I'm like, yeah, yeah it's like there's uh, not a lot to look at. There's not a just lot to, to show say. You, hey. you want you want to know how bad a division is? Look at their conference record. The conference record for the 49ers was ten and two. Conference record for the Seahawks six and six. They were in second place with six and six. Uh, and then the Rams and Cardinals tied for three wins, nine losses in their division. Yikes. Yeah, not good. Um, not, not anyway, the best. All right, we are moving on to our uh, final topic of the night before the boss battle and last conversation of the evening. Uh, but uh, we, the last conversation I want to have is going to be more than a boss battle because we're talking Ted Lasso. But let's talk about this today. Diablo is publicly launching Diablo Four. It's on fire. Uh, this game has had incredible breakout reviews. I'm talking like this is a potential game of the year contender um, in terms of what the take is. Um, you know, some people are saying it, NPR are saying it's a near perfect action RPG experience. Um, it's, it's kind of crazy impressive considering that the remake Diablo 2 was like nowhere near this this good or well produced but what has your take been uh gentlemen on diablo 4 have you played it are you looking at playing it like what's your take on it i feel like i need to play one two or three first um i, I haven't been a diablo player Bro, you're yeah you gotta play it it's um it's, it's pretty hype there's, there's a lot of football going on right now though so uh <laughs> you know i have to be plugged into that matrix uh for now, at least. Um, but I mean, I, I am hearing a lot of those good things about it. Uh, you know, hearing you guys and D's and a lot of other people get hyped up on it. So uh... let me give you guys the uh, the review scores. It got a 90 on Metacritic. It got a score of 100 on Windows Central, a score of 100 out of 100 on GameSpew, 100 on Dextro. Uh, VGC gave it a hundred. Game Rant gave it a ninety. Twinfinite gave it a ninety. IGN gave it a ninety. Uh, VG um, two four seven gave it an eighty. Gamespot gave it an eighty. Uh, Gamers RD is seventy. Uh, the only one that gave it a really bad review was The Guardian. They gave it a very mixed score of a sixty. Um, but for the most part, pretty high high praise. Uh, AJ, what's your take on it? Uh, I'm excited. I I have been playing already. Um, what class did you end up going with? Uh, they brought back my favorite class from Diablo 2, which was the Necromancer. Oh. Um, yeah. I love having an army of undead just walk around and kill people for me and not let anybody get close to me. Yeah. It's great. That is pretty Usually, cool. Usually I'm the type of guy that like likes to be like a warrior or like in, in the midst of the battle. Not this time. I like I like having a, a large army and just keep everybody away. And I'm just like exploding corpses all around. It's great. It's fun. And this game is awesome. Uh, I love it. It's very addicting. Fair enough. Uh Freddie, I know you're not a big gamer, but you definitely gotta get on get in on this one. It's I'm it's also good. not a big streamer. That's why I'm holding the snowball mic, Andy. Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's it's a work in progress, okay? It is. It is. At least I have. Uh, at least I have a snowball to hold. You you've got an amazing snowball, Mike. It's true. 
Uh, those are really top tier mics. Uh, I've got to say, I. And he froze. We'll never know what he has to say. Well, uh... oh. Love it. All right, I'm back. I'm back. He's back. Uh, so I I played a rogue uh, in Diablo 3. I like the range aspect, kind of like you, AJ. Like I like being in a distance. Something about overwhelming like hordes of enemies coming at me just gives me like anxiety. So I'd rather keep my distance. Um, and being able to use like arrows laced with magic, it's pretty cool. So that's why I went with rogue. Daggers using daggers sucks. I will say that. Uh, so anyway, I'm looking forward to playing more Diablo. Uh, excited to see if it is actually going to win game of the year. Boy, we will find out. Um, all right, tonight's boss battle. If you watched the Game of Thrones finale last week, ended on a bang. Is what I thought. We're not Game of Thrones finale. Sorry, Ted Lasso. I read Game of Thrones over here. Close and enough. I read, said it. Ted Lasso finale it went off with a bang. It was huge. Uh, it was a really, really great uh, ending to a show. However, I do think that they rushed through those last two episodes. Like, I felt like we could have had more of that and less of the other uh, content of the episodes in terms of quality. Uh, but here's the question, and this is the boss battle question. Uh, I do want to do, like, at some point, have a discussion where we, like, sit down uh, when Frosty's on, me, you, uh, you guys, like, and Frosty, all of us together hopping on to talk our thoughts on Ted Lasso as a season and the finale. Uh, but tonight, I do want to ask this. Is Apple TV teasing a Ted Lasso spinoff? Do we see a spinoff happening? And what do you think uh, it will it will contain? Uh I mean, I guess I'll go first since I've been paying attention. Uh, I do think they're going to do a spinoff. The the way they ended the last episode, there's no way that they don't. Like, mm. It just seems like they were just like leading to a spinoff really hard, especially with like whether it be Keely and her own KTP or whatever situation, uh, like a real positive girl message show, or... It just looks like a normal spinoff of like you know the Richmond Way kind of situation yeah. with what they alluded to as yeah. the team at the end. Ted says it changed the name. It was never about me anyway. Uh, yeah. I love that. I love that he said I that in the finale. Um, and also too, like when when Keely puts the folder down on the desk and it says you know AFC Women's Team. Like yeah, I almost wonder if that's going to be. Yeah. a show in itself uh, because they could easily do like the, the actress uh, that uh, is seen playing soccer in the first season Man, is a, the, the actress that's playing soccer in the first season. Uh, like that's basically doing a number on, on the boys basically like going in between their legs, like with, like dribbling around them and running circles around them. Like Ted's like watching her in like the first episode or whatever. And is like really impressed. I could totally see her coming back as like a character or one of the girls that makes the team for like the yeah. AFC Richmond among many other characters that they could probably drum up. Um, but do you think that they do it without Jason Sudeikis? Cause Jason yes. says that he's done producing yeah. and show running. So 
do they hmm. just like say, hey, no more? Like we're going to continue on with the the story without him being a showrunner or producer. Yeah, I'm sure they do. Could be. Um, I don't have too much to say about the topic per se. I haven't watched Ted Lasso, so I haven't seen the finale. Oh come on! But it, it kind of it. I, I know there's there's a pattern it. emerging here, but yeah, it kind of seems to me. It kind of sounds like to me like they put a bunch of different things in like the last few episodes to kind of point in a few different directions for spinoffs. So, yeah. you know, maybe, maybe what they're trying to do is they're trying to, they're kind of putting feelers out and seeing what people really latch onto. And maybe that's mm. their, they, that's going to provide them some direction in where they go with what they're doing next. Um, yeah. Personally, I think, you know, it's, it's not as if spinoffs and sequels and all that didn't happen before the MCU, but I feel like the MCU has kind of like, ruin people for like standalone media almost like mm, yeah whenever now now that that's going on it feels like people can't just have something and then not you know be asking for a sequel or a spin-off or a remake or something like that um so i, I guess i don't really have have a, a a horse in the race when it comes to what they do with the ted lasso cinematic universe from here um I, yeah, yeah. yeah I, i'm not i'm not really sure what else to say well um, if you ever get tired of watching uh live sports you should definitely pick up that show it's a great series to watch so that's yeah, it's really good all right well that concludes tonight's show um we have a lot more to talk about in coming weeks uh but uh we are uh, going to have some news around this show in the coming weeks, so look for that on Twitter and in the Discord. Uh, but thank you all for tuning in to the N4K show, uh, where each and every Tuesday night we run you through the sports and entertainment news you need to know about. Uh, you can catch us live at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 Pacific, and on podcast services live around the globe. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. Freddie and AJ, you've been incredible co-hosts tonight. Thank you for, for joining uh but no until next time we hope you have a good one and we will see you and also props to jim running the ones and twos we always forget always. to shout i want to give him some props thank you jim for all that you do um and uh yeah what an incredible show thank you so much and until next time power to the fans this has been a presentation of the fan controlled sports and entertainment podcast network if you'd like to create a podcast or live stream show with us, please reach out at content at fcf.io.